This is Chris. This is Jorge. And we're Buds, Buds of, of Faith. Faith. Oh, if you want to go and do it again, that's fine. <laughs> Perfect. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Buds of Faith. And happy Advent. Happy New Year. Absolutely. Yeah. There I go with absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Advent, stillness, and anxiety. And if you didn't know this, we have a parish Advent study that we're doing together with everyone in the parish. I, I believe we talked about it last week on our podcast um, saying that we we're going to introduce it. It's on formed. If you haven't checked it out yet, it is called Anima. And today we're going to be going over kind of just the general ideas of the first one. I believe is it's the crux. Right. So it's a three-part series, uh, one for each week of Advent. Normally we have four weeks of Advent, but this year, fourth week of Advent is, is one Sunday, and that's it. Uh, so three-part series, great opportunity to uh, to journey through Advent in, in spirit and in community. Um, so we're going to be talking a little about uh, Crux, which was part one of that Anima series. And it's never too late to get started. So so if you haven't seen it yet, jump on in, log into Formed, uh, watch it, and give us some feedback. Let us know what you thought, what, uh, what came up in your discussions. Definitely. Before we get too far into that, though, I did want to talk about Advent. So we started Advent, and we all kind of know that Advent's this time of waiting, that we're excited because Christmas is coming around the corner. Um, that is literally what Advent means. It is comes from the Latin ad venire, which most of us who speak Spanish understand what venir means, to come, to come right? Sure. So it literally means to come. So it's this waiting time for Christmas to come. And as Christians, we wait not just, you know, we don't just sit there and pass the time, but we wait with hope. And hope is a desire for something to happen, and you have the expectation of having it. You don't just want it, but you also believe that it's going to happen. Sure. You know, Chris, sometimes we use that word hope. Uh, you know, I hope that when I get home, I have, you know, enough food in the in Definitely. the in, in the refrigerator. Or I hope that when mom or dad picks me up from school, you know, we'll get to go to the park or, or go pick up some ice cream. Or, you know, I, I hope that I'm able to make it to that party this weekend. You know, so, so we use that word so much, but that's more like wish yeah. rather than hope. So Christian hope uh, is really tied into that, not just the expectation, uh, not just the desire for it, but the real expectation that it's going to happen. So it's it's almost like we're assured of it, and we we know it's it's obtainable. We know it's going to happen. Uh, so we're just and and in Advent, what a beautiful symbol it is, waiting for that to happen because we know it's going to happen. Exactly. So much much different than just you know a fantasy or a dream or a wish, which may or may not happen. Hope is that expectation that something is going to happen is going to be ours, and, and we're on that journey to get there. Exactly, yeah. We're together. We're waiting for the birth of Christ, which without the birth of Christ, we don't have salvation. So ultimately, we're sitting here waiting for salvation, unification with God, uh, theosis, um, so that we can be with Him. Yeah. You know, and I love that Advent often, I mean, it's weird to say I love that it gets overlooked, <laughs> yeah. uh, but if you really think about it, you know, we, we get so caught up in the Christmas festivities, and, and we're sitting here going, oh, I can't wait for Noche Buena, right? So that yeah, the whole yeah. family is together, and we can have our party, and we can we can have el, el lechon. Mm. You know, so, so we have this very real experience 
of of hope right and, and it's not necessarily geared towards the spiritual aspect of christmas but but it's still something that we can tangibly you know even now if, if we don't get it you know that we can tangibly experience you know what what is hope like we know we're going to have the family together for christmas we know there's going to be a great party we know we're going to have a lot of fun but it's not here yet and, and we're just waiting for that day to come and that's exactly what christian hope does you know in our in our in our spirit in our soul and in, in our journey of faith it's that same exact experience yeah i totally agree i wouldn't <laughs> not agree <laughs> <laughs> I just left you speechless. Yeah, right there. yeah just <laughs> no words. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so you know, let's let's just uh, jump right into this the Advent study. You know, Anima, a great series. Uh, that first video, Crux. If, if, again, if you haven't seen it, I think it's a twelve-minute video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a little leader guide, so uh, you, know, you can do it as families, you can do it as a small group, you can do it however you want. There's really no one way to do it, and it's very easy to follow along. Um, so again, if you haven't done it, I, we encourage you, please do that. If you have done it, then, then you'll know what we're talking a little bit about here. So, so let's just jump right into that. Yeah, so the first thing um, in the video, it's, there's a, a pretty cool intro scene. And then uh, we have Bishop uh, Haying. He, he, I'm not quite sure how to say his name. <laughs> I'm going to say Haying. 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 Um, he, he leads off kind of with this question, and, and we actually addressed it a little bit. I believe it was our second podcast, you know, The Purpose of Life. Um, he kind of talks about, you know, what are we doing here? Why are we who we are? And, you know, let me question, what's the point of life? And he leads, uh, one of my favorite quotes from the, the early selection is, if there's no God, then I have to be God. I have to be always right. No pressure. No, no big deal. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure most of our listeners are perfect, but I don't know, like, for me, it's pretty hard. <laughs> So, I mean, it's just kind of like this question of, you know, is, is God here? Is God there? You know, why do I live my life? What, what am I doing? And, and not that it's a total, you know, foolproof argument, but the point is like, we are not perfect. And the idea that God or, you know, somebody else, at least out there is perfect. And, and is in control. And is in control. Like, you know, there is a purpose and meaning. And so that yeah, again, like spurs us to hope that there's something more, something greater outside of ourselves. Sure. Yeah, and, and it's quite a relief, too. Uh, you know, as Bishop said, if there is no God, we have to be right all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so just that, the relief that, hey, I can be wrong, and, and I'm going to be wrong, I know I'm going to be wrong, but it just takes that whole pressure away that I am not God, I am not in control, you know, I can mess up, and the whole world is not going to come you know, crashing down around me and, right. and, you know, just that idea that it's not by chance that we're here. It's not by chance that things happen. You know, it's not just, you know, the, the cosmos arranged itself in a particular way and, and we just happen to be a, a meaningless result of, you know, the crashing of whatever yeah. uh, out there. So so just very relieving to uh, that there is a God and that we don't have to control everything. We don't have to be right all the time. I like to be right all the time, but I know that I'm not. So I mean, I'm right most of the time. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm pretty educated, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's like this this mentality of of just knowing that there's there's more to to my existence than just me and then what I can do. Yeah. And he says in the video also right after that that those these feelings make him feel sad and regretful. Just kind of being stuck, you know, 
you have you can't do anything about just what you can do or you can't do anything about the situation you have in your life and that's not true so we move on from there and we realize that obviously this is just a false statement that there's you know nothing more than us and we have to be the perfect being you know we know that god is out there and we can see that even in small ways like um just beautiful ways we see sometimes i know i spent some time in chile and there's some very beautiful beautiful uh, landscapes there mm-hmm. you know you see the mountaintops you see from the mountaintops you can see the beach sometimes um the snow uh it's just like so many different things that uh i remember particularly there's um a lake called uh lago de i think it's it's called todos los santos and it's just this huge mountain there's this uh volcano in the background in this nice. lake it's in the middle of nowhere in southern chile and it's just absolutely breathtaking and you sit there and you kind of, with these experiences, you step back and you're kind of like, wow, like I'm so small sometimes, you know, like there's definitely more to life than just what happens in my day-to-day life. For sure. You know, one of the, one of the greatest prayer experiences I had was on a, on a mountaintop in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just had my, my iPod, my, my early generation iPod, <laughs> dating myself here. With the wheel. Uh, uh, with the wheel. Yeah. Yep. And I just had it on shuffle. And as we're driving down the mountain, um, that song, How Great Thou Art, came on. Uh, and just the the view of the whole country from the top of this mountain. You know, you're kind of above the clouds, so you can see lights. You can see you know, the, the world really spread out before. And as I'm listening to the lyrics, you know, How Great Thou Art, How Great Thou Art, talking about the mountains and, and the birds and all of creation, and just to have this manifest before me was just overwhelming you know I, yeah. I think i sat there and just i i couldn't help but weep mm-hmm. uh, just at the at the beauty of what was around me you know and and it's it's speaking to that exactly yeah i think i think most of us can identify with the situation like that maybe i mean i think i love the mountains and i love landscapes but there's so many people who love you know different forms of art you know you see a beautiful work of art you see oh. a beautiful concert you hear beautiful music and yeah. you get moved there's something about these kind of things that that show us that there's something more to our life. Yeah. You know, and, and they, we, we say God is love, God is truth, God is beauty, and those things reveal God to us. So it's it's not surprising. You know, we hear this a lot from those who say, you know, I'm spiritual but not religious. Uh, so maybe I don't, I don't prescribe to a particular faith practice, but my soul is moved by something that is beautiful. You know, and that is, mm-hmm. you know, we, we like to give them a lot of flack, but, but that is very much an experience of God, of God, definitely, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. that's something that you know we shouldn't be putting them down for. We should be you know, encouraging that and, and taking that starting point and journeying with them because sure. there's, you know, that that truth, that beauty, that goodness reveals the same God to them as as, as ours. So continuing with this theme, he talks about moments of beauty, like we just talked about, but also forgiveness. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely messed up a lot in my life, and so when somebody forgives me or takes the high road, I feel terrible <laughs> and humbled and and again just not to be the dead horse but you do really come out of yourself and um i think another way to look at this is moments of death in a sense maybe physical also but not necessarily you know anytime you have to take that high road or someone does it for you you kind of have to shrink a little bit and you're like oh you die my to gosh. yourself a little bit right right you know and now that we're in advent you know we're, we're journeying towards christmas where we welcome physically a, a new light we celebrate the welcoming of a new life yeah uh, but for us you know 2000 years later uh, we are 
invited to usher in new life as well. So, so as we journey through these last few weeks of Advent, uh, maybe that does require that we die to ourselves a little bit, that we die to our old ways of being that, that aren't in line with where we should be, or, you know, dying to sin in general or in particular, uh, you know, dying to our vices, dying to those things that are holding us back from being who God intended us to be. So, so Advent, you know, it's not just that, that, as we said at the beginning, that waiting period where we're just twiddling our thumbs because mm-hmm. it's not December 25th yeah. yet, uh, but it's really this, this invitation, this prompting, this tugging at our hearts, you know, to, to really take advantage and, and welcome in that new life on December 25th, not only in, in a celebration of something that happened 2000 years ago, mm-hmm. but in a very real way with how we, how we live our life today in the here and the now. Yeah. We mentioned it last week, the, uh, the New Year's resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, liturgical New Year. It, it coincides very well with the celebration of Christmas, this idea of new life. This is our time to, you know, to remind ourselves we're, you know, to be reborn in a sense, to have new life, to to change and to pro- progress, really. Sure. Yeah, and that's going to take an intense focus, as we as we did mention last week with the with the fifth and sixth graders, and that was a lot of fun, and I hope you were able to listen to that whole podcast. Uh, (laughs) It was just a great presentation. But one of the things that we talked about was, you know, we don't have to start from scratch. You know, we don't have to to scrap the whole thing and start over from from brand new, Uh, but just take a moment to really focus in on that present moment. And one of my favorite things, uh, one of my favorite sayings or, or experiences or... Uh, concepts is the sacrament of the present moment. Yeah. You know, God is present in all things and at all times. Uh, you know, and so every moment of every day of our lives can lead us to that encounter. So therefore can be a sacrament. Uh, so just that intense focus of this present moment, because we can get so caught up in stress and the anxiety of the season, right. uh, but really kind of force ourselves to take a step back uh, and be silent and be still and kind of ask God, you know, where are you in this particular moment of this particular day of, of this particular life? You know, and we're going to have an ans- a different answer, you know, every moment of every day. But that answer is never going to be, you know, I am not here. Yeah. Because that's just not his nature. No, he's always there. And and that's this is a great segment to kind of the next point that we see in the video. He, the Bishop Haying, uh, mentions kind of getting caught up in the day-to-day activities. And it's so easy to do with Christmas. You know, you've got relatives coming in, or maybe yeah. you're, you yourself are traveling. You have to prepare the house, or you have to cook the food. You have to get all the gifts. You know, the list just piles up on and on, and that's on top of what you already have to do with your normal life. <laughs> so, you know, you just get so lost in all the to-dos. We that don't just get to take a break? I Come believe on, it or not. <laughs> I'd like to. But, you know, you know, we beat the dead horse of beauty a few minutes ago, but it's like, you know, this time is a beautiful time of year, too. Uh, I make it very well known that I'm not a South Florida boy. And my experiences, um, you know, I do. I did grow up with a lot of white Christmases and a lot of changing of colors and seasons. And in that time just really means so much to me. And, and being here is a little bit different. But, you know, again, the concept is still the same. We get caught up in these um these different experiences and we lose kind of the point of of living of especially this particular season in this feast you know and bishop Hying said you know 95 percent of the time the present is perfect right and that goes so against our experience right because maybe we think five percent of the day is perfect and it's probably the five percent of the day when we're asleep <laughs> you know as, as soon as our eyes are open and our feet hit the ground it just all goes 
That's you what know, you have to deal with. It, it all goes wrong. So, mm-hmm. but but you know, the our our experience of faith, our journey of faith, our Lord tells us quite the opposite. You know, mm-hmm. He says, you know, "I'm with you always until the end of time." You know, I got this. I yeah. I got you covered. It's all good. You know, you do what you have to do, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. You know, He sends us His Holy Spirit. You know, we can just go on and on and on with with how many times He reassures us that. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I'm here with you. Let's let's rock and roll together. Yeah, and the and the thing is, he the bishop says about that 95 percent of the time the present is perfect. I just I love that, and it's funny because even this past week, as I was watching the video, preparing and praying over it, uh, you know, I got so caught up in all the little things, and I I really caught myself because I I get so stressed out about different to do things and things I'm worried about and. You know, like he says, these these fears that we have are often things in the past that we can't change or things that are, you know, probably going to happen or may happen or whatever. But at the same time, like we forget that right now everything's okay. You know, right now I'm sitting at a desk. I'm having a great conversation, (laughs) recording it for people to listen to. Like, I don't have to worry about these other things that are happening right now. Or that aren't happening, I guess That's I should right. say. Uh, or they may never happen to <laughs> or begin Or may with. never happen. <laughs> you know, and then we wear ourselves sick, but, you know, we, we lose faith, we lose hope in Christ because we just get so caught up in the, you know, what might happen and what, what weighs us down. So, so to wrap up uh, this week, you know, again, we, we were talking a little bit about stillness and, and anxiety and, and the invitation of Advent. So our challenge for the week is really take some time, whether it's a minute, two minutes, five minutes, you know, five minutes each day, whatever you can carve out, whatever you're comfortable with, uh, but carve out some time to practice presence, to practice stillness, uh, to mom- to notice those moments of beauty, those moments of grandeur, those moments of, you know, just God saying, I'm here and it's okay. And, and you don't have to be in control. Uh, just sit back and enjoy the moment. I yeah I, I agree it's a great challenge and I'm I'm actually going to celebrate my bachelor party this weekend and my my fiance hey, oh. yeah <laughs> coincidentally we actually didn't plan it this way but she's going on her bachelorette party we're both going to different cities and one thing I'm looking forward to most is not having my phone on me for at least a full day I get so attached to it and I I talk about all oh, the millennials you yeah. know like they're always <laughs> stuck on their phone but I'm like that's me like I don't know are you going to survive are you going to survive probably not but we'll it's see it's going to feel a little funny <laughs> at first <laughs> but it's I'm so you know we never give ourselves the opportunity to be disconnected to experience the moment sure you know we're with our phones we're always so ready we're just like you know like anything can happen anyone can contact me I have to reply to this email right away and it's not true. Like it keeps us out of the present moment because we're always in this moment of expectation of of the the possibility. Sure. Again, we're talking about Advent is we're expecting, we're hoping for the birth of Christ. So we already know what we're hoping for, but you know, in the day to day activity, we're hoping we're expecting something we don't know. Sure. You know, I'm glad you mentioned the phone. I just saw a headline earlier today, actually, that a study came out and smartphone users. I forget what percentage what it was, but it was ridiculously high check their phones throughout the day for no apparent reason. Uh, oh, and I do it all the time. It's just turning on the phone to see if there's a oh, notification. Did, did someone text me? Like, did I get and, an email? <laughs> and, and again, it's that that hope that, oh, maybe I have something. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's a new email. Maybe there's a new text message. Maybe there's a new, you know, Facebook like or Instagram mm-hmm. like. Uh, you know, so so we that can so easily distract us. But really that challenge is, is to disconnect mm-hmm. uh, because you know, we're not going to get our satisfaction, our fulfillment from you know, a notification on our phone, but from the recognition that God is with us. 
and just take that time you know, to be present to that, you know, to, to let go of your worries, to let go of your concerns uh, and just enjoy the moment that God has put before you because he's there with you. I think we've trained ourselves with the same mentality of checking our phone all the time. Of, you know, we train ourselves to say, like, the moment that we're in right now is not good enough. Yeah. You know, I need something more. I need something different. I, you know, again, this expectation of something else. And, and uh, you know, again, our theme is stillness and anxiety, and this creates a lot of disruption in our lives. But going back, reflecting, and giving every moment to God and uh, being aware that he is there and that he is aware of us. Sure. You know, he's expecting us, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, and so we we just don't, we don't give that moment and uh, we don't give that moment enough credit and we don't give God that opportunity to be in our lives. Sure. And, you know, and one final note just before we wrap up here. And I, I love to use this when we, when someone says, you know, I, I prayed for patience, but I just oh, yeah. find myself <laughs> even more frustrated now. You know, and I like to say when we pray for, for uh, virtues, you know, it's not like a video game where we're walking around and, and we just come across a box and Plus we, one and we punch it, you know, and we get a little mushroom and <laughs> yeah. here's here's a patience power up, you know, and, and you've got 10% more patience. Now, you know, when we pray for patience and, and in this case, when we pray for presence and stillness, uh, you know, to be able to recognize beauty, we don't just wake up one day and we're more patient and we're more present and we're more still. Uh, instead, what we're going to have is is opportunities to practice those things. So the more you pray for patience, you know, the more opportunities are going to present themselves where you're going to have to practice patience, you know, because virtue takes work. Uh, so as we, you know, as we go through the rest of this week and, and the rest of this season, as we pray for presence, as we pray for stillness, don't be too surprised if you have even more distractions, even more anxiety, even more, you know, notifications Whatever it is that's that's going to stop you from being present and from being still, you're going to get bombarded because you know that's how that's how the evil spirit works. You know he 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 knows what we want and he's going to throw everything in the way to keep us from getting there. Uh, so it's going to take real practice, uh, you know, real fortitude, real uh, real commitment, you know, to be still and to be present because there's going to be even more distractions. Uh, but it's so worth it at the end because, you know, it's well, everything we've been talking about, you know, to, to just have that moment where it's you and God and the world just kind of falls away around you and just the peace that comes with that, overwhelmingly beautiful. That's the whole point of life now, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So the, let's see, announcements. We have something in the bulletin, a handy guide for you, and we can uh, go over it on the show next week when it gets a little closer to the time, but uh, this year, Christmas is on a slightly inconvenient day. It's a Monday, so we have a mass guide. How do I go to mass? And also the following week, uh, the Monday is normally a holy day of obligation, so we have kind of a guide what to do, how to do it, and what works. So check that out in our bulletin, and should be on our website and everywhere else, too. Yep, and we got a lot of Christmas events coming up. So there's a Christmas show with the school kids. I think that's Tuesday. Uh, we have the Christmas concert with our professional choir. Ooh, yes, yeah. But we we've got it up on the website. Tickets are still available. It's going to be a fantastic show, um, and just all sorts of, uh, of of Christmas events to to really get us into that spirit uh, to to further our celebration of Advent and and make Christmas the best Christmas ever. So check out the website, check out the bulletin, and uh, as always, we're here at the parish office to, mm -hmm. to help you in however we can, and so we, we do look forward to hearing back from you. 
your feedback, your comments, not only on the podcast, but really on, on our Advent mission on animaonform.org. So please check that out. Uh, definitely worth your time. Okay. Be good, y'all. <laughs> Happy Advent. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Buds of Faith. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at cotlf.org or visit our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram page at cotlf. This has been a recording of Buds of Faith. Trademark bending. Church of Little Flower in the City Beautiful, Coral Gables, Florida. All rights reserved. God bless you. Y'all. <laughs>